Adam Duggan is our next guest on this morning's show. He's on the line. G'day, Adam. Yeah, morning, Luke. How are you this morning? I'm very well, thank you. Have a good Christmas. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, great. Enjoyed it. Great. With my two boys and um, my wife, it was great. How good's that, mate? Uh, no, it's super, isn't it? Uh, just spending that little bit of family time and slowing down because in, in racing, it's uh, a demanding profession, that's for sure. It's nice to just have that little moment or two as we talk about some runners and recent winners too. I see you've got Diamond Diesel in on Thursday at Gosford and he was a booming winner there at Canterbury when he returned. He ran the best closing figures of the meeting, uh, best last two, best last 400. Has he come back better even as a seven-year-old now? Yeah, he has. And, um, you know, he's a bit of an anomaly, that horse. He, uh, you know, to I said to the owners leading into the first up, I said, um, you know, I can't believe how much he's improved from last preparation. Um, he only had a sort of four or five week break and spelled particularly well. And um, he's never had sort of, he's a lovely big horse, but he's always had a bit of a sort of dad bought about him and he hasn't had the greatest physique. Um, but this time in, he's he's just a lot a lot stronger and, you know, carries a lot more sort of top on him. And uh, I think that's why we've seen him, you know, so good first up, so dynamic. We'll talk about the win more, but I want to know, in your opinion, what is a dad bod? How would you describe that? Well, I don't know <laughs> if you've seen me on the TV. Um, <laughs> Mate, you're but, ripped. Um, you're looking a treat. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, look, you, you can say, you just, you know, um, you know, your trainers and that sort of thing, you probably yeah. understand what I mean. He just doesn't, know um, you, mean. you know, hasn't, hasn't got that sort of, um, you know, posing, you know, physique about him. But this time in, uh, he has, and... Uh, um, you know, and we've seen it at track work and, and in his trials, and, and he took it to the races. And uh, so, hopefully, he can go on with it on Thursday. Yeah, we're talking about Diamond Diesel. Tell us his his history because he's pretty lightly raced for a seven year old. Yeah, so he he started out with the horse team, and uh, he had a trial there under I think Aquas, uh, not Aquas, uh, Orbis, like I'll go in him, and he went off to Hong Kong uh, where. I think he only had one start over there, and uh, he had a stress fracture to his shoulder, which which sort of ended his racing career over there. Uh, so he's ended up back over here through uh, them owners of mine, uh, TCR. Um, yeah, so he, I reckon he'd had about nine, nine or ten months off over here before, or maybe longer. Um, but as soon as I seen him, I went and looked at him in the paddock, and uh, I looked at about six or eight of their horses that day and uh, made a mate of mine, Logan Salvador. As soon as we seen him, we said, well, this is the first one we'll be picking. Um, and it's turned out really well. He handles these tight tracks remarkably well for a horse that isn't tiny. Um, you mentioned the dad bod and the physique. Obviously, he's, he's looking better this preparation, but he, he's not a small horse, but he, he seems to get around, you know, your Canterbury's, Gosford's um, very well. Yeah, he does, and that could have had a little bit to do with, um, yeah, he gets around the tight tracks well, but the tempo yes. on the smaller tracks probably, you know, suits his style of racing a bit better. Um, you know, in saying that, he's quite versatile. Uh, only a couple of starts ago, he led all the way at Ramwick and won a midway. So, he, um, yeah, he, he's pretty versatile sort of horse. He can handle any surface. and um, But I think riding him like we rode him at Canterbury is the key to him, um, okay. for sure. So that's something we'll see a bit more of. Obviously, we've seen him lead and win before, but you're keen to have him switch off in the first half. Yeah, I think I think so. I think so, especially from good barriers. Um, you know, I think uh, 
you know, if we happen to run him from, from a wide draw, maybe we could offset the gate if we needed to. But um, I think riding him, you know, riding him quite the first half is the key to him for sure. So how does that race look Thursday then as far as tempo and what are you expecting from him? Yeah, well, it looks like, it looks like it's going to be um, race a little bit sort of depleted through scratchings. A few of those runners raced on Saturday, so uh, they might only sort of end up, you know, 10 runners in the race. Um, maybe not as much tempo as I would have liked. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure. I haven't really worked out what we'll do yet. We'll see what the scratching is doing, see where he ends up and comes out of what draw, and we'll work out a bit of a plan. But, um, yeah, I just wish there was a little bit more speed. That's my only that's probably my only, uh, only knock on the race. That's Diamond Diesel on Thursday at Gosford. We're chatting to Adam Duggan this morning. Uh, is Border Control going to run today at Randwick? Yeah, he'll take his place. He's in race six, number four. Now, I hope you don't mind me saying this. You did say it on air before Canterbury last start, so it is public knowledge already, but I believe you had a nice all-up rolling into him last start at Canterbury. He's got, <laughs> he's got beaten a nose, mate. Sorry to bring this up, but that must have stung. Yeah, yeah, it did. It was worth a small car to me, for sure. Oh. And um, it was a bit unfortunate, but, um, you know, unfortunately, that's the way... Uh, that's the way they go sometimes, as you would know. Oh, mate, tell me about it. I've been there. Gee, it's, uh, <laughs> you sort of dust yourself off and go a game. I mean, we can't knock his effort. He was he was very brave, just ambushed late by that um, Oxford vision. He's the type of horse that most times you take him to the races, I'm sure you're expecting him to be around the mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely got his share of ability. Um, he's a lovely, strong, lovely, strong bugger, fantastic um Doing horse, and uh, you know, as you see him in the TV, it carries plenty of condition. And uh, you know, his, his issue has been probably wanting to go a little bit too keen in his races. And uh, uh, Dylan's done a good job this preparation of just getting the switch off of it. It's probably a combination of him having a few more starts and learning his craft a little bit. But uh, we're, we're, we're seeing that he can actually, you know, come out and hold more of a position rather than coming out sort of, you know, screwing him down. Um, giving away a bit of a start. Uh, so I think that's probably been the key to his consistency this preparation. So, and hopefully that's the key, that's the key again today. How does today look for him? What are, what are you expecting as far as his position in run and performance? But yeah, I'm not too worried where he is today, especially around that track, you know, over a 1,000 metres. Um, I'm not too concerned where he gets, but, but I, can see him, I can see him probably getting midfield one off or three that recover would do. Um, I won't give Dylan any instructions. He, he will, I'll leave it to him. He, he knows what he's doing out there. So, but that's sort of where I could see him. Uh, looks to be good tempo in this race. So, uh, I think if he can just get in a stalking position to get down the middle there somewhere, he'll be fine. You want to race at Wyong on the weekend with a horse called Hawkwind, uh, a five-year-old, and he had three starts. Taking a bit of time, has it? Yeah, she has. It's um. Bit of a trend lately with these older horses, um, which uh, is not by design. But uh, yeah, she's actually trained her mum, uh, uh, Fox, and uh, this one's a half sister to Miss Fox. She's won quite a few races for me. But she, all, all that she's had this one is had a, she had a terrible hoof injury, uh, getting into a three-year-old year, and um, it, it took probably twelve months to to grow down. So, but. Um, yeah, look, it's probably a bit of a shame that she's had to start a, a racing so late, uh, being a mare. She 
was a Golding, I wouldn't be too worried. But, uh, yeah, it's probably a bit of a shame that she's missed 18 months of a racing career. But, yeah, she's definitely got her share of ability for sure. And uh, she's, she's owned by a really good mate of mine that uh, puts a bit of money into racing. So it was really good to see him get a bit of bit of a return for his investment. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations uh, to him and yourself. Um, on that with the mares, uh, is that just they've got a smaller window in their racing career than, say, a gelding? Yeah, exactly. You know, they, you know, I think that's probably pretty evident. You know, we're not we're not seeing a lot of sort of mares get into the races eight sort of you know eight nine year old and that sort of thing compared to uh, compared to the geldings. But um, yeah, look, hopefully, you know, just hopefully uh, she can remain sound now. She's she's going to go out for a little break now, but uh, yeah, hopefully she can win her share of races. Um, look, I think she will. She can handle any surface too, which will help her cause. Good on you, Adam. Uh, good luck today and also Thursday with upcoming runners, and thanks for your time this morning. Cheers, Luke. Any time.